The federal government has approved Governor Tim Waltz's request to allow year-round sales of E15 beginning in 2025. The decision applies to eight Midwestern states, including Minnesota. The governor will continue to push for an E15 waiver for 2024 and urges Congress to take action and pass legislation that would fix the issue nationally. In April 2022, Governor Waltz wrote to EPA Administrator Regan requesting a permanent solution allowing the year-round sale of E15. Last Thursday, the Minnesota Public Utilities Commission advanced stakeholder recommendations and formally established planning requirements for three of Minnesota's largest natural gas utilities. The initiative was started following the 2021 gas price spike from Winter Storm Uri, which demonstrated a need for more comprehensive planning and approach to protect consumers from commodity price volatility. Faribault County law enforcement is searching for the remains of a fetus allegedly buried nearly two decades ago, according to reports. Search warrants were filed Friday, February 23rd, and Faribault County deputies have started to search for the remains of an alleged miscarriage buried on a Frost property nearly 20 years ago. Frost is located about 12 miles southeast of Blue Earth. Per court records dated February 14th, the sheriff's office found out about a sexual assault that resulted in a juvenile girl's pregnancy. Court records alleged the victim, who was 15 at the time, had miscarried after four months. The fetus was allegedly buried in the backyard of a home in Frost. She allegedly told law enforcement someone had told her the fetus was, quote, dug up and moved, but she didn't know if that was true or not. The Faribault County search warrants had indicated the woman is now 35 and the property referenced in court documents has new ownership. Also, the Faribault County search warrants indicated that Faribault County Sheriff's Office requested permission to use ground-penetrating radar to search the property for signs that there had been a burial in an attempt to locate possible evidence of the sexual assault. Investigators searched the property on Thursday, February 22nd. A Volkswagen automobile caught on fire after a crash with a Volvo semi in Steele County last week. According to the Minnesota State Patrol, the crash happened just after 8.45 p.m. at mile post 47 on I-35. Both vehicles were traveling southbound at the time. The passenger in the Volkswagen was 33-year-old Amy Gomez from Albert Lee. She was transported to Owatonna Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Mayo Ambulance, Steele County Sheriff's Office, and Medford Fire assisted at the scene of the crash. The Minnesota Army National Guard has their Mission Day events coming up in March. On March 19th, Mission Day will be at Faribault National Guard Armory and March 20th at the Faribault National Guard Armory, which is located at 3000 West Airport Road in Faribault. On March 19th, the event will take place 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., and on the 29th, it will take place 8 a.m. to 11.45 p.m. On Mission Day, students will enter the Mission Central footprint full of simulated disasters, people in need, and challenges to face. Participants will receive a variety of branded giveaways and an opportunity for students to speak to real-life guard men and women will be available at the event. Sherburne City Council met to discuss a variety of repairs and work needed to be done, including work at the Central Park for equipment there and water main line on the east side of Main Street from County Road to 2nd Street. The council also approved an audit from Burkhart and Burkhart for the mid-year. The Faribault County Economic Development Authority learned of a loan that had been paid off in full. On February 20th, they learned Scotty Biggs Barbecue and Anne Marie's Kitchen loan had been paid off in full. The Martin County EDA will host a Faribault and Martin County's Tour of Manufacturing Day. It will target high school students who are interested in going into the trades. They're also looking for grants to offset the costs associated with the tour. Faribault and Martin County EDA directors held discussions regarding a desire to create a unified regional marketing strategy. The city of Burnsville provided a statement on behalf of Cindy Elmstrad Costilla, the wife of Office 
composer Paul Elmstrad. She said, Our family is heartbroken at Paul's death. He was an amazing husband, father, son, and friend to many. He loved to laugh and loved to play. He was the most generous, loving, patient person I've ever known with the biggest smile. He would stay awake so others could sleep. He could make anyone in a room feel welcome. He wore the same pair of pants and the most basic clothes so that he could spoil me and our children. He had a servant's heart and would drop anything to help someone who was in need, whether it be family, friend, or someone on the street. He loved his job as a police officer and had a strong bond with those he worked with, but he always placed his family first. He had an inner confidence that was anchored in his faith in Jesus Christ. Elmstrad was killed along with another officer in Burnsville and a paramedic EMT after being shot responding to a domestic call. Concerns are mounting among lawmakers about the use of AI and deepfakes the closer that elections come. Minnesota's House Elections Finance and Policy Committee on Wednesday approved a bill to tackle deepfakes and introduce penalties for using it during elections. From the newsroom, I'm Robert Lawson.